Welcome. I want to just, one of the things I love about uh, doing these calls is I get to like share with you kind of like the bleeding edge of my thinking way before it gets out into the public. And I want to just share one thing with you as we're moving forward. I think the topic that I'm most interested in next is, you know, uh, gosh, like I think like six or seven years ago, I was like, it's probably important to start talking about trauma more explicitly in the coaching industry um, and, and sort of pioneering that thinking. Um, and now what I'm thinking is, you know, we've been doing a lot of this and let me just sort of see if this resonates with you. We've been doing a lot of the somatic work um, or trauma work, and we're starting to maybe think about stuff that happened in your history or building more interception where you're becoming aware of how you're feeling. And it's not like when you become aware of how you're feeling, the first thing you feel is all the good shit. <laughs> it's usually like, what is this stress? Right. And I really think like the future of this space, as if being trauma polyvagal informed is not enough in terms of our thinking. I think the future is addressing um, something you may or may not have heard of. Um, but the the clinical term is what's called affect phobia. That's the clinical term, uh, fancy words for fear of emotion. And I'm really interested in this topic because a lot of the trauma work, the somatic experiencing, IFS, like whatever the, whatever the approach is, it's like we're getting in touch with this emotion. And it's like, what do we do with it? Can we feel it, right? Can we Can we sit with it? And will it kill us if we do, right? And not only that, like, what are the things that we were scared of feeling? And because we're scared of feeling it, what are the things that we don't do, right? So for example, one of the biggest things in, in, in affect phobia literature is a lot of us have a fear of what's called assertion. Meaning if we assert ourselves, what's going to happen? And so we do a lot of things um, to not um, assert ourselves. And if you think about what agency is, agency is this idea of personal power, basically, that I know on inside of me, I can affect change externally. Well, we need to learn how to assert ourselves. And so it's becoming sort of clear to me that the next step, once we understand trauma and the nervous system is to like, all right, what are the skills I need to deal with this emotion <laughs> and decrease the frequency, intensity, and duration of, you know, uh, sympathetic or dorsal responses and increase the frequency, intensity, duration of ventral responses. And really, um, in, 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 a, in a safe environment, but I really think of it like having like analogies are always great, but I think of it as having like an emotional six pack or something like that, right? Or like big emotional biceps, right? Where it's like, I can sit with uncomfortable feelings and know that they're going to pass, they're going to change, they're not always going to be the same. And to imagine what life would be like if you were able to do what you want with a reduced or limp or, or, or a, um, smaller fear of feelings, whether it's, you know, depression, sadness, grief, anger, whatever it might be, right. Abandonment. If you were had more levity around how you felt, meaning it didn't matter how you feel because you knew you could get through it. What could you possibly do with your life? And we have to look at things like based on the feelings I either want to feel or don't want to feel. What do I think about myself? What do I think about others? Is it safe for me to even express myself here? Right? Because emotional identification, understanding your emotions safely, but then also safely expressing them. It's like, that's like the most, if you think about it, the most, like, can I share my feelings? And the answer a lot of times is no. Right? Or 
I have to share positive feelings or I have to share feelings where I agree with you, but I can't share feelings that might disagree or might cause any type of negative tension. And it's really interesting when I think about um, like the future of this space. And I think it's going to be about emotional fitness, emotional pliability, and reducing the fear of feelings. Because if we weren't so afraid of feelings, I think we could accomplish almost anything because it's just a feeling. I just, I get passionate about this stuff. So I don't know if that resonates with you. Um, but we're going really deep into that thinking right now because we've done so much to help people understand what happened to them, where they want to go, the parts of them that block them, everything that we're doing here in, in this in this academy. And it also seems like um, really tooling out the like the the process and the first principles of affect, meaning emotion, affect and emotion are basically the same thing. Um, and specifically, how to surface feel and release and share um, difficult affect or difficult emotion, I think is probably like one of the most important skills that we can think about because it enables everything else to happen, right? Because it's, remember, it's not what happens to you. That's really the root cause of, of why you're stuck. The root cause of why you're stuck is the relationship you have to the parts of you that were hurt by what happened to you. So parts of you go into overwhelm, parts of you go into sabotage or whatever you want to call it, self-protection, parts of you go into dissociation or depression. The emotion is not the problem. The problem is your relationship to that emotion or part, right? When you feel overwhelmed or when you feel depressed or when you feel sad or when you feel angry, what do you do? And that's the part that I think is like, I'm really zeroing in on as I think the next wave, because I think a lot of people are starting to do like, okay, well, I know my trauma, but now what? I'm stuck in these freaking feelings. Who knows what I'm talking about? You're like, great. Like, I felt better before I did my trauma work. At least I was dissociated. <laughs> Sometimes I wish, like, if I could just go back to that last feeling and more avoiding attachment, God, my life would be so much better sometimes, right? But it's like, why do I have to have all the feels, right? So, I think that's something for you to just think about as we're moving forward is like, what is your relationship to your emotional landscape? And specifically, what is your relationship to the emotions that you maybe don't want to feel? And are you even aware of what the emotions are that you don't want to feel, right? And what's so bad about feeling them? what happens if you do? So that's just something I'd love for you to kind of think, consider and think about as we kind of get started today. Um, and uh, it's a little bit of a tangent. It's definitely related to all of the material in here, but I'm, I'm really deep into the affect phobia Affect, affect phobia uh, literature right now and really seeing that like basically if I had to summarize it it sort of seems like the world's asking how do I do my trauma work without dealing with feelings <laughs> and I don't think those things go together basically I see a lot of head nods so yeah it would be really nice to be able to do that and you know maybe one day in the future we'll just have like a little chip where it turns down the pain receptor or something and we can go through stuff. But um, right now I think it's about, um, and also understanding like how do we get back into positive states? So something to think about, something to ponder. Um, I'm deep in that research and just thought I'd share. And it's one of my favorite things about being able to do these calls is I like to just share the thinking with you because um, I do believe that you're on the leading edge and the work that you're doing here. And I want to keep you that way. And um, you might even know about affect phobia now and your therapist doesn't who knows maybe next time you talk to your therapist you go have you heard of affect phobia <laughs> they might be like no what is that quick google search right and if they do that's pretty badass too
Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this and hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.